This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hurts. Up the middle. Hurts. Stretching out. Hurts. Touchdown. Tie ball game in the desert. Jalen Hurts making something out of nothing. Controlling the game with his leg. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. It is so good to hear football. It is back. We are underway thanks to that game last night. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Aaron Hawksworth and the not-so-average Joes with you. It is time to line them up. What we're going to do is take a look (laughs) at some week one matchups and we begin with the Eagles at Falcons. So this game is kind of interesting. It features two rookie head coaches, Nick Sirianni with the Eagles and Arthur Smith with the Falcons. So the Falcons are three point favorites despite coming off just a four win campaign last year. The total is 48 and a half. Joe, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, my thoughts are I don't understand the point spread. It was three and a half. I think we're sitting at three in most spots. I'm a believer in Arthur Smith. But uh, one thing that does concern me is they they seem to be taking everything slow with all the reports. I can't wait to see what Ridley and Pitts do in this offense. Usually tight ends take a little bit of time to come along. Kyle Pitts might be the exception to that rule. And the Falcons had a terrible defense last year. I don't know that they're going to be able to uh, turn that around. Offensive-minded coach, we know where his focus is going to be. That's uh, where they spent their high pick uh, in the draft. And then on the flip side, we've got Nick Sirianni. A lot of question marks as well. I I don't know. A couple of rookie head coaches going at it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, year two, new offense. What's that going to look like? So basically what I'm getting at is, I don't know why the Falcons are favored by a field goal. And at at one point, three and a half, it just seems like it's too much here for so many unknowns. Yeah, I agree. It, and it moved. It was three. Like you said, it was three and a half. It moved to three. The one thing about this that is is fascinating is I like I think we could picture the Falcons offense because we watched the Titans offense. Right. We know what we know what Arthur Smith does. I think we have a feel of what that will look like. Nick okay. Sirianni. And deliberately, and said it out loud, that they were the, the advantage he thinks he and he and his staff have early in the season is no one has any idea what this offense is going to look like. I mean, zero. Like in terms of, is Jalen Hurts going to be running a lot? Is he going to be a drop back passer that just scrambles because he has ability to do that? I have no idea what they do. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they come out and Hurts is is doing a read option and like Lamar Jackson kind of running off the edge and has a big run. Mm-hmm. It also wouldn't surprise me if they come out throwing the football you know, kind of like a, a more of a traditional kind of offense. I have no idea, but I, I do think there's a chance the Eagles jump on the Falcons early just because of that complete unknown. I don't know how the Falcons prepare for this. And I I just go to this with this game. 
the Eagles offensive defensive lines, I think they're better on both sides than the Falcons. Like that's like the Falcons are the better quarterback, but the Eagles, I think are significantly better on the, on both lines. So the Eagles gave up 27 points or more nine times last year while scoring 27 or more only twice. Now, I thought this was interesting. The total opened at 46, and now it's been bet up to 48 and a half. Yeah, I I think that makes a little bit of sense the more and more we talk this through that uh, this is going to be a higher scoring game. And actually, if you look at the totals, this didn't meet the criteria. It it didn't meet the mark to be one of those 50 – plus games that we've been talking about. Should it be, Joe G? You, you think um, after this Sunday, Eagles-Falcons totals are going to be higher? I do, but like I, I would stay away from the total in this one. Because like, when I close my eyes and think about the score in this game, I think 24-23, 27-23, like right in that range, right? Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're, you might fall under, might go a little bit over. I don't think we're flying into the 30s with both teams. I also would be surprised if someone's in the teens. Like I feel like this is mid-20s, which kind of le- you know leads you to where the – the total is I, I one prop I looked at, and we'll get to a lot of props later. But just on this game, Hertz ran for over sixty yards per start last year. Fanduel Sportsbook has his r- rushing total of forty-five and a half for the game. I think he's going to go over that. Like I, I think one of the biggest weapons the Eagles have right now is are Jalen Hurts' legs. While he's young and healthy and could do this, I, I, I think they'd be foolish not to use it. I think he runs for over forty-five yards in this game. Uh, it's not one of the games that I, I have a strong play or even a lean on and um, we've kind of been explaining why uh, how about you Joe G side total anything here I like the Eagles too. I will take the Eagles with the points but I, I really if I had could, to I would do that yeah, yeah. I, I think they could win the game I think this is a toss-up game that they certainly could win and I think the unknown first quarter they could jump on them all right let's move right along Steelers at Bills. so the Bills are six and a half point favorites the total 48 and the hook um, this game opened with the Bills as five-point favorites and then moved all the way up. I think some places – is it at seven now? I saw it, I thought. Um, it what has shortly. been back yeah. down, right? Okay. Right. Um, so there's a lot of support for the Bills. It's not surprising. They were the runners-up in the AFC last year. Um, they've got Josh Allen. Um, so what do you guys think about this one? Mm, yeah, um, the total has uh, gone up throughout the offseason. Was 43 at one point. Now we're all the way up to 48 and a half. Bills are great at home. They, they have a notable home field advantage. When we're saying maybe is that is that going away a little bit in the NFL? I don't think uh, in this case. So that's worth mentioning. But also worth mentioning, late in the season last year, Josh Allen had some struggles against this Pittsburgh defense. Uh, he was terrific all, all season long, nearly eight yards per attempt, but only five and a half yards per attempt in that game. I want to see what he looks like under pressure. He was one of those top three quarterbacks. A lot of times uh, that is not repeatable when you're one of those top EPA guys under pressure. Those guys are, are Fitzpatrick, Herbert, and Allen. Are all three of them going to repeat it? Probably not. Now, Steelers, we know they had a great 11-0 start last year. Then they slid, losing four of their last five, have a new offensive coordinator, have some injuries on defense like to it. We're, uh, we're waiting to hear about Watt, but I would expect him to be out there. That was interesting, the contract news. Yeah. Uh, that that came down good on him. He made sure to get that done. Uh, it's It sounds like there's good two-way action. So I think we're going to stay at around six and a half that the public is betting on the Bills and the professionals are betting on the Steelers. I'm with the professionals. I mean, Mike Tomlin getting this many points to open the season. He's he's eight and three against the spread when he gets at least six. They're, they're terrific on the road. 
as a big underdog like we have this week. Um, I, I, I'm hoping for seven, but I don't think it's going to go back there because when it did, they got a lot of professional money, which is why, as Aaron mentioned, it went back down to six and a half. Steelers early. That's how I'm playing Pittsburgh. I don't like the team overall. I don't like their approach to the season, but I like backing the Steelers early. It's going to be similar to last year. They're going to be terrible in the second half of the season when Ben fades again. Yeah, my, my lean is the, the Bills in this game. I like Buffalo, and I think it's an over. I, I, I think, and I know you mentioned Joe last year, that Allen had some issues against the Steelers' defense. But I, I don't think they're coming in th- themselves. Right? Watts just got back on the field. Two, it's not going to play in this game. He's on the IR. That, mm-hmm. That's a big deal right. for their pass rush. And I just think the Bills were humming in the preseason. Josh Allen humming. Like, I just think they're ready to go, ready to play. Nice weather, right? Buffalo, Pittsburgh late in the year. It gets cold. It's not fun to throw the football mm-hmm. around. Nice weather to start the season. I like Allen's uh, passing prop in this game. 274 in the hook. Uh, Josh Allen, they're going to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. He's going to put up 300 passing yard games often. I-, I like the Bills in this game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hmm, I like that one too. All right. Um, Cardinals at Titans. The Titans are three-point favorites. The total is 52 and a half. Now, this is a key matchup to watch. Um, it might be the Cardinals wide receivers versus the Titans secondary. If there is a weak spot on the Titans roster, it is the secondary. Joe, oh, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm more interested in the total than I am the side. I okay. it's Pretty fascinating that Tennessee is a home field goal favorite right now in FanDuel Sportsbook um, without Arthur Smith. So we'll see what Todd Downing is, what he has to offer as the new offensive coordinator for Tennessee. He did say in the offseason that he wants to run more, wants to run more. Usually they do that with Derrick Henry later on in the season, but are they going to really start the start the year doing that? You had Julio, but you, you lose a couple pieces. They lost Corey Davis. They lost John Smith, the tight end. Titans can't stop anyone and the Cardinals play at a very, very accelerated pace, second fastest pace in the NFL last season. Kyler's 100% healthy. I think year three is going to be the season that has the big jump for him. It looked like he was having it last year, but then he was dealing with all these injuries. I like going over the total. It's a higher number. It's at 52.5 right now. I, I wish I got it back at when it was 51, but it's a higher number for a reason. I think this is going to be a shootout. Over, over. Like we're. Get, I don't know how either yeah. team stops the other. You, you're right about Kyler. Before he got banged up last year, playing like an MVP candidate. I don't know how the Titans' defense stops him. And on the other side, I mean, Arizona's corner situation is a mess right now. Malcolm Butler out. I, I don't know how they cover AJ Brown. How they cover Julio Jones. So I know Downing might want to run the b- football, but 
he's Tannehill's going to have ability to throw the ball down the field for some big plays. Right. This isn't over. Um, th- this this is going to be mo- this is the red zone game, right? This is the game. If you're looking on, if you have the one screen on red zone, mm. this is going to be up there. Scott Hans is going to be called half this game on your TV on Sunday. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right. Vikings at Bengals. The Bengals are home dogs in this one as the Vikings are three point favorites. Okay. So did this one, the, did the total move? I thought it was 47 and a half last night and now it's 46 and a half. Um, I kind of like the over in this one. The over is eight, two, and one in Vikings games in their last eleven games. Um, so I might take the over in this one. Um, yeah, I've got it. Forty-seven. Moving through that forty-seven is interesting because it's kind of viewed as a, a key number as far mm-hmm. as totals go. I don't know what to do with this game. I really don't. Like, I could, I could understand. I could listen to the case for laying it on the road with the Vikings. Uh, Taking the home dog, the Bengals, I certainly understand it, but then you're backing the worst head coach. I don't know the status of Joe Burrow, maybe similar to the Dak Prescott situation, even though Burrow hasn't reached that level yet. Uh, Jamar Chase, how's he going to look? He didn't seem to have a great camp, according to a lot of reports. Opted out last season. Mike Zimmer, a lot of heat on him. A lot of controversy in uh, Vikings camp. They completely revamped that defense. Majority of them are brand-new starters compared to 2020. Very disappointing last year for that defense. I don't know what to do with this game. I've heard from people that say, I'm going to take the Vikings with my Week 1 survivor pick. Good on you. I don't have guts like that in Week 1. I'm staying away from this game. I I don't have anything, Joe G. Yeah, I my lean is Vikings. I would lay the points. I would not put it in a survivor. I mean, that, that just feels like you're playing with fire there, what a, a road team, especially after the summer they had. But I'll just go back to this, and I'll stick with this until it burns me. This is the biggest coaching coaching mismatch of week one. Zimmer's yeah. one of the NFL's better coaches. One, I mean, against the spread, he's one of the best of all time. Meanwhile, Zach Taylor can't beat anybody. Like, I just – extra time to repair all summer. This is the first game. If, I, I'd be surprised if Zimmer – doesn't out scheme Zach Taylor. I, I like the Vikings minus three, but it's not one I would put in a survivor or anything like that. Yeah, the Vikings are also 0 for 7 against the spread in their last seven games. So that's not good. <laughs> mm. yeah. Want to back right. Kirk Cousins? No. I um, <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Niners at Lions. Um, San Francisco's preparing for a familiar face in Jared Goff. I think Jimmy G's going to put up points. I think Goff's going to put up points. Um, this should be an interesting one. Let's see. The Niners are eight and a half point favorites and uh, total 45. I like the over in this one. Well, here's the state of the Lions right now. Uh, taking you behind the scenes, an off-air conversation we had a little bit ago. Who's the Lions' number one receiver? Um, I don't know. Is it St. Brown? Is, it Is that his name? Is Khalif his name St. Brown? Brown? Is it Tyrell Williams? It's Hawkinson, I, right? It's It's got to be Hawkinson. He'll be he'll, Hawkinson yeah, gets the targets, yeah. Okay, great. How many points are you going to put up with Jared Goff, Anthony Lynn calling plays, Hawkinson as your number one weapon on the outside, a lot of rumors going around DeAndre Swift. Like I, They're tough to back, tough to back. The line uh, up to eight and a half. Big on the Niners this year, big on them. We expect it to be Jimmy G most of the game. Is there going to be a Trey Lance package? I don't know. Shanahan could be throwing the scent off. He could be messing with all of us with what they did in their final preseason game. I'm excited to see what San Francisco is this year. 
I don't feel good about laying this many points. I would um, either, if you want to tease it, you, you got to do it like right now, but because this is going to get to nine, who knows? It could get to nine and a half and possibly ten. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a caution out here to everyone that's putting the Niners as their survivor pick. Okay, listen to this one. San Francisco is the third team in the last 20 years to be a road favorite of at least a touchdown in week one, despite having a losing record the year before. Okay, so losing record the year before, week one the next season, at least a touchdown favorite. Third time in 20 years. The last two times, guess what happened? That team lost outright. Outright. Like, this is, just doesn't happen. Like, teams coming off a year as bad as the Niners. I know it's a weird confluence of events, right? The Lions are bad. Niners are healthy. They're supposed to be good. I get the line. But how, how does it happen? T- tell me how this happens. Well, I what don't, do the I, Lions do well? I don't know, but I'm just telling you, this is... I don't think the Lions They have a win. terrible defense last season. They've got they um, Aaron Glenn as their new D coordinator. I'm sticking to my guns here. I like the over. I think, it, I think yeah, it's going to hit. I like hit. the over, too. I'm with you on that. I, I think the Niners are going to put up points in this game, right? They should get in the upper 20s. I, I like the over, too. I mean, I'm do either... Be... Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say I'm going to be using San Francisco a lot in Survivor Pools, and I will be very sad on Monday if, if they You look sad it. with your body language right now. I just hate, yeah, Joe G's <laughs> throwing this out there. I'm so mad at him. <laughs> All right, we're just getting started here on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. Up next, we dive into some Super Bowl futures with the Joes. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.